Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Heavenly Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is our gospel lesson from Matthew 11. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. These words from Jesus are clear, pure, simple, direct gospel. They are good news, reduced to its very essence. There's no hint of mysterious theological language here. There's nothing confusing or convoluted about this message that Jesus delivers to us. Come to me, says the Savior, and I will give you rest. These words are for sinners, for people like us. These words are for all who labor and are heavy laden. These words are for sinners who are weighed down with disappointments and frustrations and discouragements. These words are for sinners who carry burdens of guilt and shame and grief caused by our own poor choices and our own bad decision making. These words are for sinners who feel burned out never meeting the standards set by God, or by others, or by ourselves. These words are for weak and frail men and women who shoulder troubles due to sickness, accident, situations over which we have absolutely no control whatsoever. Jesus aims his words straight at our hearts, and he says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. There was once a time when Jesus was sparring with the Pharisees. They accused him of breaking the Sabbath law. Now, remember, Sabbath is a word that means rest. 
The Sabbath day was supposed to be a, a day of rest for the Jews. Jesus picked up on this fact, and he used it to remind his enemies of who he was. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath, said Jesus. He is Lord of rest. He's the kind of Lord who brings healing and peace and calm. Just ask the disciples who knew what unrest was like that night on the Sea of Galilee when the waves rose and the winds increased and the boat filled with water and they thought they were going to die. Ask them about the rest that Jesus gave after he spoke two words, peace, calm, and the sea stilled, and the wind vanished, and rest was there in the boat. Ask the woman at the well, who was trying to run and hide from a shameful past. She was trying to forget and ignore being divorced and married five times and living with somebody outside of marriage now, and Jesus confronted her with her sin. And that troubled woman found rest because with the confrontation of her sin, Jesus brought forgiveness. Forgiveness for her, for her past. He offered her the gospel water to quench her burning thirst. And her running came to an end and peaceful rest settled over her life. As Mary and Martha, whose lives were crushed by grief as they mourned the death of their brother Lazarus, asked them to describe the rest that flooded into their lives as Jesus stood before the tomb of Lazarus and said to the man who'd been dead and buried for four days, come out. And he did. What rest filled their lives. Jesus is indeed Lord of rest. He knows how to grant it. After all, he came into this world to make our weariness his own. All that tires us out, all that wears us down, all that breaks our backs, he made his own. How does the Bible say it? The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Christ alone can say, Come to me, and I will give you rest. Come to me, repenting, brokenhearted. Come to me, with sorrow, regret. Come to me with sadness, fear. Come to me and rest in my forgiving grace, says Jesus. Rest in eternal life. Rest in unending joy. 
Think back for a moment to our epistle lesson from Romans 7 for today. St. Paul speaks of the frustration we all have battling the sin in our own lives. He speaks of the turmoil we have in wanting to do the right thing but failing to pull it off. He speaks for all of us when he says, Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And then it's only because of the rest God offers us in Jesus Christ that the apostle can say, Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Is it really that simple? Is this rest truly ours for the sake of Christ alone? Does it depend only on God's grace? Is it available for all who repent and believe? Well, the answer is yes. Yes. And that's why Jesus begins our text with a very interesting comment. He says, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Martin Luther happened to preach his very last sermon on this text from Matthew 11. In his sermon, Luther explains the reason for the prayer Jesus offers at the start of this text. Allow me to paraphrase for you what Luther says. Why does Jesus thank the Heavenly Father for hiding the gospel from the wise and intelligent? It's because the wise and intelligent are always asserting themselves, doing what they want, attempting to improve on everything God has done. They can't let the simple grace of God stand. They have to make it complicated. How complicated is come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus does not say, Come to me with proof that you are worthy of my rest. He doesn't say, there are steps to follow, things to do, commands to obey, before you can enter my rest. He does not say, only you've, after you've turned your life around, only after you have your act together, only then will I share my rest with you. That's how human wisdom and human intelligence tries to improve the gospel. God will have none of it. As the Bible reminds us, God was pleased through the foolishness of what we preach to save those who believe. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. Finally, there's one last thing we should think about when it comes to the rest we have in Christ. Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Experiencing rest in Christ, we discover that 
all the burdens we face aren't really so great after all. That's because Christ has a yoke for us. The whole point to a yoke is that a yoke helps us carry a heavy burden, a heavy load. Imagine trying to carry 25 pounds of books and school supplies and all kinds of other stuff as a child makes his way or her way to school. We've all seen it in our own children, in grandchildren. Papers fly every which way, a bottle of, of uh, ink drops or a bottle of glue drops, and stuff is all over. That's why kids use backpacks. Students use backpacks. A yoke is the original backpack. A yoke wrapped around the shoulder of a man or an animal makes carrying burdens much easier, like that backpack does for kids. When Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, he's saying, let me help you. Let my strength support your weakness and what strength he makes available to us. It's like the prophet reminds us, he does not faint or grow weary. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What beautiful, precious, powerful gospel. What a Savior who says to us, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Believe him. Amen.